let's always remember to step back and go, when was the last time these lips touched a female lips? When was the last time I was on a date with a woman who liked me and went home with me? You know, when was the last time I was in a relationship? If the answer to this is none or one or two bad dates, and you've been relying 100% on dating apps and that's the results that you're getting, then you are being very unintelligent about how you're investing your time. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Am I saying you should delete these dating apps and never use them again in your life? No, yes, no, yes, definitely, definitely yes. Not exactly, I mean, not yes. Yes and no. What I would say is, going back to our like little business analogy, if you were trying to start a business, you would be looking and you're looking for customers, you're a service-based business, and you found, okay, over here, you can access, kind of access a lot of clients, but there is way, way too much competition. And so far I haven't made any sales except for that one like half price sale where I sold that broken thing and I didn't, I'm losing the analogy, guys. It's I'm losing it, but you know what I mean. And that and that's my business model. No, you would be like going, okay, well, where? How do I go and like sharpshoot clients? How do I like go and cold call them and, and impress them with my sales pitch and my ability and and my product? Uh, are there ways that I could do some kind of network marketing where I can get other people to to draw leads into me or incentivize them in some way? All right. So this is this would be smart if you were starting out a business to be like like looking at these different places, and you would eventually find that eighty percent of your clients and income would come probably from one source, right? So if we take it back to this and we look at the sources that I mentioned at the very beginning, our social circle and networks, cold approach and online game, without question, even though the numbers can sometimes be kind of quite brutal, cold approach is the most effective way to get a date, without question. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how much things have changed with apps, with Instagram, with OnlyFans. Keep in mind the reality that still it's only 2.5% of the population that is even on Tinder. And if you add, you know, add another percent for all the other apps, like three or so percent of that, right? So, and out of that, many of the women, like, cause another interesting statistic is that 30% of people on dating apps are married. So why are they on there? Are they on there to cheat? Yeah, sometimes, but often they're just on there for validation, particularly women. So women will use these dating apps not to meet guys and hook up because that can be, that leads to the disappointing resolution of whatever was going to happen, maybe. I mean, it might be awesome or it might be not. But if she gets on there and puts some pretty photos up, she will immediately get attention, huge amounts of attention from dozens, if not hundreds of men saying she's beautiful, giving her compliments, being trying to be charming. And she gets to play Queen Bee of going, oh, no, no, you fucked that up by saying that's one thing. You know, oh, well, thank you for the validation. That makes me feel good about myself. And now I'm full. That was what I needed from that. Right. So there are all these other counter, like counterintuitive reasons why a woman might be using the app when men don't do that, because we don't get any validation from that at all. We do it as a, as a stoic grind to get in there and go, all right, this is how it's done now, right? This is, this is it. And that is the myth that exists today is that that is how you meet, that you see an article on Buzzfeed, 30% of couples meet online and by the year 2050, it'll be 50% and eventually it'll be always. And so people are like, okay, well, yeah, I guess that's the case, but it's not really. Most people are still meeting their significant others, their hookups, their lovers, their fuck buddies from social circles. And then for the few brave, ballsy men, and it is always going to be very few because 
no matter how much I rant and rave and scream and cajole and try and convince you that it's a good idea and the last of the OG uh, dating coaches doing the same, most men never do it. Most men never do it. And ask yourself right now, are you going to do it? Just don't lie. And then when you say, and then when you dig deep inside and you find the answer no, replace that with the, with the answer, I'm going to say hi to someone. It's one of my only regrets in life. Like I started Cold Approach at 26. I wish I'd known it at 20 because right? I would have slayed it in high school. I would have been able to go over to girls at parties when dudes were doing fuck all and just say, hey, you're cute, come with me instead of doing all the other convoluted bullshit and trying to like act cool and like say a speech in a Shakespearean speech and hope she'd overhear it and all that other nonsense. I would have got laid way more, but I'm sure glad that I started at 26, right? Because at that time I'd been using only Social Circle and my band to, to try and get laid. And I'd been laid because of my band about four or five times with not particularly attractive women, right? And I thought that was pretty good. Like I was like, wow, this does work to some degree. But once the, the week that I started cold approaching badly without any understanding of what I was doing, I was on dates with women that were hotter than anyone I'd ever met through the band, right? And that got better and better shortly afterwards. Now, obviously I'm pretty down on the dating apps. I will say that like, it's not that it's impossible to meet someone and it's not that nobody ever hooks up or gets laid. For sure it happens. I mean, almost always because the woman decided it was gonna happen and she's like, all right, I want a bit of action and you happen to be the, the guy that she liked the look of and you chatted back and she was ready to go then and you asked her out and it got moving and okay, things happen, sure. But it would be a massive mistake on your part to, if you're in your 20s, your 30s and you're, and you're a single man, you're like, okay, I want to be, I want to be on dates and I want to have relationships. Therefore, I, apps is all I've got. If that, if that is, if that's your sole outlet for meeting women, you will have a disappointing dating life for the rest of your life. Full stop. Unless you're one of the very lucky ones who just happen to luck out on that. You don't get to have any choice. You get far less choice than you would even in a small social circle. Uh, and you get infinitely less choice than the primary alternative, which I want to talk about now, which is cold approach. Now, Cold approach doesn't, it's not a great title really, is it? The two, the two words don't sound particularly inviting. It's cold and you have to go and approach. Probably we should have called it something different earlier on so people found that more cozy or something. It was more inviting, but that's the one, what we left it with. But what does it mean? It simply means the ability to, to go over and meet strangers. And most people think of it in terms of the, the main street day game model. And you, that's, almost always where you will see us demonstrate it, right? So whenever you see an infill video of me or my clients, we're on a busy main street, we're running up and down, we see a girl run down the street, jump in front of her, go, hey, blah, 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 number, yeah, no, or whatever we do. I don't do it like that, but you know what I mean. Which is the reason that we, the reason you always see it done that way on film is because when we go out to film, we're like, cool, we wanna go, I wanna go and do 10 approaches today, get them all on camera and release a whole bunch. So we go where the, population is densest, which is usually the main walking street of any given city. And some people may perceive that day game is like, is that it's like, I have to be this guy that runs up and down the main street of, of my city and does 20 like very obvious stops and approaches on a girl every day. Uh, and that's day game. That is day game, but it's only one way to go about it. It's the most effective way to get a large number of women. And, and when you're first starting out and you want to meet lots of girls, that's why we take students to those locations because they can meet 10, 20 girls a day and you need that much reference experience to get started usually. But the way that it operates once you've gotten decent is it's more just like a, a Swiss army knife or a tool that I have in my pocket that I pull out when I need. And that's when I see a woman. 
And so the art of approaching strangers, the reason we do it, we do it in this way where you churn through quite a lot of approaches because inevitably the first hundred are practice. And we do the first hundred when we, when guys come and do a seven or a 10 day workshop, you get to do them supervised so that all of those approaches end up in improvement. If you're doing it by yourself, it can be harder to give yourself the self feedback and figure out what you're doing wrong. But you will, if you retain a level of objectivity and don't get your ego or tension or anger or anything frustration involved in it, you'll be able to read the signals of women, figure out where you, where it fell apart and be able to improve approach by approach. But that's the beginner's phase of that. And it's a very important one. And 99 point something percent of men never get even up to it and certainly don't get through it. But it's not that, I mean, it's not that hard to get through and it's worth the effort, right? Because yes, when you go and approach girls cold, you will have to face the face-to-face -face rejection. And that is the almost the only reason why men don't do it. They don't, no one cares about being rejected. Well, you know, it starts to build up and starts to affect you over time online if you get 50 matches and then no one replies to you. Okay, yes. But it's not the overt rejection of the girl going, oh, no, I'm sorry, or, or no, no, I've got a boyfriend, or absolutely not, never in a million years, or the I'm sorry, but I'm whatever, the many things they do to reject you. And most men think they can't handle it, and therefore they don't ever try to handle it. And so you live in this fear and scarcity, which has massively deleterious effects on your life. It is a real skill to be able to go over to somebody, a woman that you want to have sex with, a man you want to collaborate with, uh, you know, someone you want to start a business with, someone, a group that you want to become part of their group of, and to go over there and know that more times than not, they will say politely or otherwise, no, fuck off politely, or, or they'll just, you just won't get to be part of that person's life. And this brings us to the reason why most men don't pursue the most effective strategy, which is learning to meet strangers. As I said, it doesn't have to be on the main street. That also means you go to a party, a dinner party, and there is someone over there that you don't know. She's friends of the host or whatever. And instead of doing the like, oh, you know, how do I find an excuse to speak to this person or get the host to introduce me? I just walk over and goes, hey there, I haven't met you before. What's your name? Well, you look really gorgeous tonight. And have a chat to her in a warm approach situation where I'm where I'm doing day game at a, at a party where I'm supposed to be. And then a bit later, I say, hey, listen, it's been really lovely chatting. Would you like to get a drink sometime? And I get a number and then... It's very, very likely to work then because I have the boldness and the and the momentum of cold approach, right? Because when you're when you're doing cold approach, you don't go in indirectly. You don't go and try and be friends with a girl for three months before you bang her or whatever. You're going in there going, hey, I'm a man. I'm interested in, in the shape of your face and your body. Do you have a personality? Yeah, cool. I got a bit of one too. Can we meet to have an interview to see if you want to fuck me later? That's what we're doing, right? Whereas so much of what, there's so much sex that could be happening within people's social networks, which never happens. And like every romantic comedy, like office-based comedy or whatever, is, a, is about the tensions of the will they, won't they. It's a classic trope. Will they, won't they, as they spend four or five months or three seasons of the of the thing bumbling around each other, almost asking each other out. And it's so, so cute because in in, adorably in the end, they somehow get up, get together. Bullshit. What happened was that some of that happened and then a guy that was just like bold and a bit drunk at the Christmas party just went over and said, hey, come over here and started making up with a girl that the guy has been friends with for four or five months. Am I just talking about the script of The Office? I've been watching The Office a lot lately, but that's how I imagine it goes down in offices. No, so the, the skill to be like bold and direct with your with your approaching is fairly likely that you will, the, the, the day that you will use it and it will really count where you get that girlfriend or that woman that becomes your wife will probably 
more likely be within some warmer social networks. Okay, not in your inner circle of close friends, but friends of friends, or you know, you go to a you go to a festival with a few friends or a gig or something, and you guys are dancing, having a good time. And you see a girl looking at you, and you walk over and you say, "Hey, you're hot. Come dance with us." Right? This is this is like this is cold approach. But what have I done there? I've blended two really effective strategies, which is having a cool social circle, and cool just can often mean a group that's having fun together. And I put us in a social scenario, and then because we're attractive as a group or look like we're having fun, women women notice this. If I can if I can have a female friend by my side, even better. And then I'm getting IOIs or signals of interest. Then I then it's a it's a simpler, much simpler thing to go over, and it's kind of a warm approach because she wants me to come and say hi. Right. So the skill set that you learn grinding on the street, which takes some months for sure, it takes a hundred-ish approaches to like get your chops up and to be able to figure out what the reactions are going to be, where your mistakes are to get over the fear, or at least to be out of able to manage the fear. Cause I still fear feel fear sometimes. I don't perceive it as fear, but I feel activated in my body, but I can move through that. It's never going to be that bad that it'll stop me talking to a girl if I want to. So if you can, if you, if you can get through the beginner's hell, which is not that bad, and it's actually really beautiful in many ways. When I look back on my beginner's period, the time when I was out there trying to figure this out, and I was failing a lot, spectacularly, embarrassingly, but I, but I, I felt awesome so much of the time. Right? Like I really felt like I was doing something unique. I was, and I was breaking out of all of these perceived shells that I had lived within all my life. Like back when I was in high school and being at the, you know, going out with my friends to the gig and seeing those girls over there and going, fuck, uh, anyone know them? No. Oh, well, that's it then. Instead of like just going over and saying, hey girls, what's up? And getting rejected or accepted or whatever and, and living with that. It is, it is the skill set of being able to go and meet strangers and, and impress upon them who you are or impress them with you, with your attributes to let them know what you want, to be able to go for what you want, whether that is with men for social lifestyle design leverage type reasons, whether it's women uh, for those or for sexual reasons, it's a vital skill. And that's an, you know, another thing that you, you don't get out of dating apps. If I go and do 10 approaches and I get 10 rejections, I get 10 really important lessons. I get to dissect like what was my speech speed and delivery? What were the topics that I talked about and whether did they hit or not? How did I feel internally? I felt all this stuff and I, and I thought it was fear and I watched my mind start playing tricks on me and writing stories about how I'm a loser. And then I gained control over that by just bringing myself back to my breathing and going, the worst thing is going to say happen is she's going to say, no, I'm just going to go and say hi to her and I'll leave it at that. Right, like all of all this internal turmoil, and then I go over and I say, "Hi, uh, yeah, what's up? Um, my name's James, what, uh, something." And then she says, "I got to go," and then she leaves. Right? What did I get there? I got a rejection. Yeah, okay, I got rejected, but I also got a chance to test myself. I got to experience what it's like to be with a with a woman that I've never met, and to realize it's it's not as scary as I thought it was, even if it is kind of scary. Right? It's not. I'm not. I got through it. And to, and just that for, for many men is so powerful just to see. I went over to a woman I thought was out of my league and I had a chat to her and it turned out she was actually really pleasant. She was married, but she was really friendly to me. Or she was just kind of neutral and gave me one word answers and then she said she had to go. Okay, not so bad. And the once in a very rare time, because I've seen the stats on this, I've seen it in real time over and over again, one to five out of a hundred women will be rude. Okay. And that, and when she does that, it's almost always because of her stuff. I'm listening in. The guy just did a normal approach, even if it was a bit, you know, tentative or whatever. When the woman spits back and she's rude about it, that's her. That's either she, she is 
a bit of a cunt or she's being a bit of a cunt. In which case you can just go, cool, all right, I know because I've done dozens of approaches. Most of the time that doesn't happen. Most of the time they're kind of neutral or like friendly to polite to like slightly indifferent. Sometimes they're really friendly, one in five, one, one, one to 5%. And sometimes they're real, well, they cunts, one to 5%. But once you've got enough experience, it doesn't, doesn't hurt anymore. Because when you get the, the nasty woman, then you're like, okay, well, that's, that's just her. I don't even get angry or re- reactive anymore. I'm just like, whoa, okay, sucks to be you. And for the most part, I'm working within the realm of where I get to play with my craft, which is like, I'm a stranger. I'm just a guy, right? But I got a few minutes of your time, which is way more than the thousands of guys that are trying to swipe you on Insta, uh, on, on Instagram or fucking Tinder have got. And I got all of me to present, not just my fishing, fishing photo, patting line photo. Apparently these are ones women don't like. Don't put the patting line because they know they were drugged. Fishing, no one likes fishing except for men. And the gym selfie like that, don't do those ones either. But <laughs> most men do that. And so I've got, I got a chance to like activate her feminine essence. I can't activate her feminine essence unless I'm a Chippendale, right? Like on, on a screen. I can, I can activate her femininity by the way that I look, by a cheeky smile, by a little, by a little touch, just like <laughs> my creepy touch, like so. You know, I, I get the chance to seduce her with my being. And at the same time, I get all these man lessons, right? I get to go, whoa, I, I've, once you get used to this, you are bulletproof. Because I know I can never really be alone for long, long periods of time, right? Like, unless I choose to be. For many men, that's not the case. They break up with their last girlfriend and there's a desert in front of them. And it's, it's, it's brutal, you know? You just know, oh, here we go. Oh no, what? She's nowhere near as hot as my last girlfriend and she just flaked. And then weeks and months and okay, I'll go on this date with someone someone like that recommended me through work because uh, I guess I have to or whatever. And I'll do anything I can to get women. And that means that when I get finally someone that wants to be in my life, I will take it, whatever it is. I don't care if it's, I don't have the choice to say no, right? The beggars can't be choosers. If I'm starving, I gotta eat. If I haven't been late in a year and I can't seem to get a decent woman on a date, I'm just gonna have to take Dolores or whoever she is. Unacceptable, totally unacceptable in my mind. And for anyone watching this channel, if that's unacceptable to you, if it's acceptable to you, then fuck off. What are you doing here? Like this is, channel is not that entertaining that it's worth just watching it for the occasional joke. It's only worth it if you're learning from it. And so I'm gonna wrap it up there because there's a lot more I wanna say about the, the third, let's say broad aspect of this. And I've hinted at it, which is the use of leverage, the use of your social circle and lifestyle design. Because there is a massive difference between they're like, okay, I got my friends, whoever they are, my four or five friends, and we, you know, whatever, we play sport on Saturday and we watch movies sometimes. That social circle doesn't deliver any anything sexually, really. With a bit of strategic effort, with c- combining with a few different, usually male collaborators, you can amplify the effect of the social circle so that it becomes very attractive. And it means that you can implement the very best strategy, which I'll just say in brief right now. It is to learn the art of cold approach to be able to go and meet strangers at the same time as to be working on a social network that is attractive to women that can, that can essentially act as the end point seducer for you, right? So I don't do this all the time. I meet women cold and I just go on a date and take them home and they may never see anyone I know, but many, many times and, and all of us who are lifestyle designers have been working these kind of angles for years, if not decades. There'll be many times where if I meet a girl, approach her, get a number, and then I invite her to something, 
and she comes to a dinner party, a picnic, a night out, a hiking expedition, a pottery class, or whatever, something that I'm involved in, and she sees, I got friends, we have fun, they respect me, her attraction is going to go through the roof, I don't have to do all the seduction because my friends will do a bunch of it for me, and then it tends to be a done deal after that. Right, so in terms of like what is the most effective strategy, it's going and doing 10 to 20 minutes of day game a day. That means meeting one to four women, trying to get on a couple of dates a week, uh, and then either doing that, you know, just bringing her back home and getting getting into it, or utilizing your social circle uh, to draw her in so that it, it becomes much more fun and effective anyway. The use of dating apps I would only keep as like a very risky side investment that I occasionally look at. So simply that means... Like if you've been addicted to it and it's demoralized you, I would delete them. I would delete them all for a couple of months at least and emphasize something else. Once you know that you will speak to, to women reasonably regularly, that means every week. That means meeting, meeting enough women that you could be on a date every week. Whatever that number is, it will be vastly different depending on skill level, but you'll need to figure out what that is to reach a benchmark of like, okay, I got dates. Okay, they don't always end in the bedroom or in relationships, but you are dating women. Until you, until once you have reached that point where you have that skill, then you can throw Tinder in as as a disciplined, occasional hail mary. So what that would look like in my mind is once a month, put it in your diary. You download it because, from what I understand, you might want to do your own research. But from what I understand, over time your profile becomes less and less appealing, right? As you get jostled into the like lower eighty percent of men, and and if you don't get much matches, you just kind of linger there forever. From what I understand, if you delete, totally delete your account and then re-upload it, you might get an initial boost again of like the Tinder trying to like go, here's some things. We want you to stay with us for a long time. It's only $9.99 a week. Come on, for time. Like, I don't know. Uh, and before your ranking drops and you fall into the un- unfuckables again. So there might be some advantage to like do that once a month. Fucking swipe a hundred chicks all in one go whilst listening to a podcast about something that's useful. Check it the next day. And then act on any leads that you have and then fucking forget it again, right? Or when you go to a new city, maybe, like there can be differences in dem- demographics, like racially can be different. Like me as a white guy, when I've been to Africa or Asia, I get, and I've opened Tinder and checked on it. Yeah, I've gotten way, way more hits than I would back in, in the Anglo world. And that, that, can, that can vary just depending on like how exotic you might be or how in demand your type of man might be in any, in any given community then you may see some advantages or you may see massive disadvantages depending on those things. But that would be like my broad spread of like, if I was an intelligent investor in my social, sexual retirement or life, then I would be looking at the the things that work the best, which is learning how to take destiny by the balls, to be able to take action when you want to, to be able to be in everyday situations or warm social situations and to be able to to go over and just be clear and direct without doing any weird shit or any lines or any trying to impress anything. Just being the guy at the at the networking breakfast or at the mingler or at the party or at the picnic who goes over and sits down next to someone and flirts with them and then quietly, you know, not making them embarrassed in front of all of our mutual friends or something, but just saying, hey, why don't you and I hang out sometime uh, separately or alone and, and getting a very easy gauge on that straight away. If she says yes, that's almost a done deal unless I fuck it up because she's already decided she likes me. She's got to see me socially. She's, you know, she sees the appealingness of me as a man. And if that's appealing to her, then as long as I don't fuck it up, it'll probably work. This strategy spread, this investment and spread requires pretty much one thing and one thing only compared to the, the one that I outlined at the beginning. The one at the beginning requires no risk. 
it requires your life, your time, your effort, but it doesn't require risk. The, the option that I'm giving you requires risk, risk to your ego, risk to your identity, risk to, to your sense of like, you know, feeling good about yourself because you might be worried that a woman doesn't want to be with you. I can tell you this, most women don't want to be with you, me or any other man on the planet. We are unfuckable to probably most women that we will ever meet. It's okay. There are plenty of women to whom you will be fuckable. You have to be able to go and source them and it's not going to happen on a fucking screen. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.